gentlemen welcome 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 one and all we are on episode number 78 already here on rise up i mean we are so close to 100 episodes who would have ever thought that we'd even get to 100 episodes i'm just reading some of your comments here that's amazing jeremy i love to hear that uh only for monthly donations though so what they're talking about so what this new thing is in the chat so let me just uh touch on this is 
You can doubt, you can rumble rant the way you always have. You can donate through rumble rants the way you always have. Um, and that's great. The way we, you know, keep Eli employed and the way we build up the slurp fund. But there's a new feature now that you can become a monthly donor up to $5. So I believe it can be one to $5 here on rumble. Now, you might already be a monthly donor on the website. That doesn't mean you have to be here. I'm just saying you have the ability here to be a monthly donor through Rumble Rants. And if you become a monthly donor of up to $5 through here, then Rumble's letting the, the content creators, us, keep all of that uh, revenue. They're not taking a cut to facilitate being the middleman like they do with other uh, Rumble Rants. So that's what that is. And uh, it's, it's just another great way for Rumble to help the content creators make more money, you know, uh, in a very hard business, in a business where there's almost no money if you don't have an audience who's willing to donate um, at this level anyway. It is a nice feature, so we want to thank Rumble for that, and we want to thank all of you guys for that. Welcome to episode number 78 of God's podcast called Rise Up. This is God's podcast. He not only directs this podcast, he not only produces this podcast, but he, um, he trusts somebody like me um, with the Holy Spirit to produce the good news, to produce the gospel to all of you, to have back and forth, to have dialogue, to have questions, to uh, bring up hard biblical conversations, uh, and to maybe shed some light on verses that you might not have ever known, nor uh, might have never known what it actually meant. Um, and, and I'm not saying that I'm a pastor in any way, shape, or form. Um, Jeremy, does the online giving get a portion taken out for processor? Not if you're the monthly donor on Rumble Rants, up to $5. But if you donate like $200 or something through Rumble Rants, like a one-time, then yes, Rumble always has taken a processing percentage of that. Um, but uh, anyway, the great thing about this podcast is, folks, I'm not a pastor. I am not a, uh, I did not go to seminary. Uh, I am literally doing what all of us could do, and that is being in such a close relationship with Jesus and, and relying on the Holy Spirit so much that uh, I let God do the talking. And sometimes, you know, I say something maybe uh, that later on down the road, I even learn, well, maybe I shouldn't have said that because that might have been leading people astray. One thing that I do pray for all the time is that I have the heavenly wisdom uh, to be able to do this show without having, um, with minimal retractions, right? Uh, but this is my personal journey with Jesus. So if you are new to the show, look at all you brand new monthly donors and one-time donors. You guys are great. And I do appreciate you so much more than you know. Um, but I want people to know if you are a newcomer, that this is my personal journey with Jesus that is on a public display for uh, the audience who watches. In no way, shape, or form am I a teacher. In no way, shape, or form do I feel like I know more than you might know. Um, in no way, shape, or form do I uh, claim to have all the answers. So there might be times when my personal journey with Jesus uh, is just that, where I might have to go back and say, wow, had I known that, maybe it would have been a little different. So uh, I just want everybody to know that's kind of like a disclaimer uh, for any new people that are out there. I will ask you, if you've not done so, out of the 940 people that are here, if you could please reach down there and hit that thumbs up. It's right down there. Make it green and share this show because that is your di that's your digital uh, resource to sharing the gospel. Uh, Derrico1982 says, Jeremy, my five-year-old granddaughter asked me a question. Maybe you can help me with, what sh with it. She said, who made God? Well, that's a very good question. That is a very, very good question for a five-year-old. And it's very hard for a five-year-old to understand the answer. So my five-year-old has not asked me that question yet. And if my five-year-old did answer, ask me that question, I would say this. Honey, God does not live inside of the same universe that we live inside. 
So all the stars, all the heavens, all the planets, all the, you know, space, earth, all of that. God doesn't live inside that. God lives outside of our universe. And where God lives, there is no such thing as a clock. There is no such thing as a watch. There is no such thing as yesterday. There is no such thing as tomorrow. There is no such thing as uh, a beginning. And there is no such thing as an end. You're just there, kind of like you're here right now. And the only reason that you know that you're here, that how you're, uh, that how you got here is because we told you. But if we didn't tell you how you got here, you wouldn't know how you got here. Well, God lives in a place where there's no time. So there's no tomorrow, there's no yesterday, there's no death. And that means that nobody actually made God. God has just always been there and he'll always be there. God is the beginning of somebody making something. So it's very hard for them to understand. But if you explain it to them in a way that God doesn't live in the same universe that we live in and there's no clocks and there's no yesterday and there's no tomorrow, um, it's very hard to, to get a five-year-old to understand uh, that answer. So, or, I mean, to understand, you know, to fathom that. So very, very touchy subject for a five-year-old, but I would explain it only. Look, here's, this brings me to a good point, okay? This brings me to a very good point. Um, I kind of lost my train of thought there. Oh, yeah. Here's what I was going to say. Just like a five-year-old isn't meant to know answers that a 15-year-old needs to know, we are also children of God. And even though I'm 43 and you may be 65 and the next person may be 85, we are still in a situation. We are still children of God. And I'm not meant to know something until I'm meant to know something, right? Like when I find out, like when we're doing devotional here and I find out an answer to something that I didn't know and I'm like, how did I not know that? Well, the answer to how did I not know that is you weren't meant to know that until now. So just like a child isn't meant to know something until they're ready, we're not meant to know something until we're ready as well. And it is, you just have to understand that you don't have to explain it in a way that you would explain it to an adult and you don't expect them to understand it a way that an adult would understand it. So I think that's the best answer I could give to that. You know, just explain what they need to know uh, for the age that they are. That's what I'd say. Explain what they need to know for the age that they are. Um, I'm looking at some old videos here. Um, I, I wanted to play. Oh, this is the video. I wanted to play this video. I'm going to play this for you. After we, um, after we say our prayer and after we give our love and, tra- and, and thanksgiving to God. Uh, but I do see somebody said, I just found out the name of my name, Frisco. It means free man. I love it. And Ray says, I'm wearing red and black today like Jeremy. That color looks good on him. Oh, thank you so very much. Grammy Love says, please sing for my, 18th, my grandson's 18th birthday. His name is Brayden. Well, let's do it. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Brayden. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Yes, we start fasting again today. If you are still doing it, it happens after dinner tonight. Let's go to the Lord in prayer, and then we'll get to the show, okay? Which I titled, Screaming for Help. Screaming for Help. Here we go. Lord and Heavenly Father. What a blessing. What a blessing it is every day that we get to wake up and profess our love for you and have the freedom to do so. Lord, so many countries and so many time periods, so many peoples were banned and restricted from professing their love for you in a public way. But Lord, we get to do that here in this blessed and beautiful country of ours. And Lord, we thank you for that. We also thank you for the ability to understand the good news. And we thank you for the ability to be able to teach and guide our children in whichever age they are and whatever capacity that is so that they can understand in real time the answers to their questions. Lord, there's a lot of darkness in our country today 
And even though we know that we are a blessed nation, because we have been built on a Judeo-Christian foundation, we also know that that foundation is being attacked every day and is crumbling to the point where it can barely stand. But you tell us in Philippians 4.13 that through Christ all things are possible, Lord, and we ask today for you to heal our nation. We ask today for you to heal our people. We ask today for you to touch the hearts of these children who do not know what gender they are or who they are in, 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 in life. Help their parents teach them what their name means so that they can find out who they really are as a child of God. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, I also want you guys to not forget that we are, we are playing a special movie on Sunday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time. Again, we are playing a special movie at 4 p.m. Eastern Time on Sunday. And that movie is called An Interview with God. So if you've never seen that movie... It is family friendly. It is not only family friendly, but it is um, uh, all age groups. So it doesn't matter if your child is two years old or if you are 102 years old. Um, an interview with God is going to be a very, very, very good movie for you and your family. I apologize. I'm not looking at the camera right now. I'm trying to get something set up for you guys, something sized so that it looks normal. I think that's probably good right there. Thank you very much. Uh, so an interview with God this Sunday at 4 PM, this will be our very first Sunday broadcast, uh, that will blossom into something a far more than a Sunday movie, a family friendly movie that will broad, uh, that will, uh, blossom into an actual full day of programming when God allows uh, for that to actually come to fruition, but we are actually going to start our first, our very, very first um, broadcast on Sunday at 4 p.m., and it will be an interview with God, so I'm super, super stoked for that. I will be here in studio, and we will have intermission breaks throughout the movie. Okay, And during those intermission breaks, I will stop the movie. I will come on just like I am right here. And I will we will discuss, you know, kind of where the movie has taken us at that point. Okay, now some of you are going to say I've seen that movie and it's great. And I urge you to come back and watch it again because we're going to watch it in a capacity where it's a watch party where we're going to be able to go back to the chat. Okay, Jeremy or anyone, what was the name of the movie? For unequally yoked situations. I believe that was... Uh, they were talking about that yesterday. I can't remember the name of the actual movie. But I'm sure somebody will tell, tell you inside the chat here. Uh, if you've not liked it yet, ladies and gentlemen, please like the video. And let's get to, uh, let's get to one minute prayer for dads. And then I want to get to this video that I want to show you, okay? Remember, by the way, folks, today's show is called Screaming for Help. And it's gonna, and, and that actually comes from Proverbs, okay? Um, have you ever felt like you're screaming for help and God isn't listening? Do you know somebody? Yes, you'll be able to watch it on your phone. Yeah, you'll be able to watch, uh, just watching this Rumble channel, just like you do now. Uh, have you ever known somebody that tells you, I tried to pray. I tried to pray. And God never listened. I tried to pray to Jesus, your so-called Jesus, and my prayers were never answered. That is called screaming for help. And when you don't feel that somebody's listening, you feel like you want to lash out at them. You feel like you would like to lash out at that person because they're not listening to you. But have you ever thought that it might be you? You know, in our human um, capacity of understanding, we know that if we scream out for help, that somebody's going to help us. That somebody is going to come and run and help us. So when we reach out spiritually, maybe somebody who's a uh, calls themselves a non-believer has never walked with Christ, and they scream for help, and they don't get that help back that they're used to getting when they scream help out in the flesh, 
well, then that's enough for them to turn away from God completely. Now, RJ Cat says, right now, I would assume she means that she's screaming for help. RJ Cat says, I need prayers for my son. We're going to talk about that today. Now, I'm not saying in your situation, it might be you, RJ. I'm saying in general, people who are not walking with Christ and they're screaming for help, but they don't know who they're screaming to and they don't know why they're screaming to Jesus. They're just trying it just in case. There's a reason why God isn't answering some of those people. And there may be a reason that God isn't answering myself or even RJ. And it might be something that they are doing or that they're not doing. It's a very, very tricky situation. But let's get into this. And we're going to pray for your son, uh, RJ. We're going to pray for your son. Of course we're going to pray for your son. I urge everybody to pray. Pray, pray, pray. Prayer is our biggest um, asset, our biggest tool, our biggest resource, and sometimes our biggest weapon, believe it or not, is prayer. And we leave nobody behind here on Rive, on Rise Up or on LFA. So we're always, we need prayer warriors. We got them right here. We love you. We love your son. And I don't know your son's name. Well, actually, I do. I'm not going to say it out loud, but uh, uh, because I don't know if you want that. But uh, I want you to show your son this part of the video, if you can, if he'll watch it. And I want to look at him, and I want to say something to him. I won't say his name, because I don't know if you want. Oh, you've already said it? Okay. I just want to make sure that you've are that. Oh, maybe not. Okay. Mind if I have your son's first name? Just want to make sure that that was answered. Because I'd like to, I'd like to, uh, I'd like to actually say it by name, and I just want to make sure that you actually, um, you know, a lot of people don't like to to put their names of their kids on there. Um, but anyway, I'll just look at it this way. You know who I'm talking to, because I don't see that you've given me permission to say his name. Um, young man. I may not know your mother as much as you know your mother or as good as you know your mother. But I can tell you this. When you are a child of God, you don't need to know somebody in the flesh to know them in the spirit. And I feel like I know your mother in spirit. Okay. All right. I just wanted to make sure. Uh, His name is Nicholas, ladies and gentlemen. He has turned his back on God. And I know a little something about this with my children as well. Nicholas, I want to say something to you, brother, okay? And I'm not trying to change your mind or anything like that. I want to give you just, I just want to talk to you real quick. So if your mother shows you this part, Nicholas, uh, I don't know your mom in the flesh as much as you know her, but I might know her in the spirit more than you know her. And that's because all of God's children are connected in a way that you could, that most people could never even understand or fathom. And I know one thing about your mother, and that is your mother is one of the most purest hearts that I have ever, ever encountered in my life. Meaning that there's no ill intent and there's no lies and there's no deceit that is coming from your mother. Now, I know that it's very hard for a, a child um, to admit when their mom or their dad is right, and they always think that they know the answers. Trust me, I don't care if you're 19 or if you're 29 or if you're 39. I'm a child to my mother too, and I understand that feeling. But there's something else that you might not be um, that you might not be taking into account, and that's this: not only does your mother know everything that's going on in your mind and in your heart because you came from her. But she also knows a little bit more than you do about life. And that's just a fact. It's called wisdom. And it's not because you're not smart. It's because you haven't lived long enough yet. You know what I mean? Trust me, I didn't have any wisdom until I was 36. I was a dummy, okay? Sometimes I, feel, I still feel like a dummy. Um, but your mom knows you more than anybody on this planet. And she also knows the good and the bad that you're going through. But your mom would not lie to you. And I can tell you, your mom would not lead you astray. 
Now, I know that pride might be getting away in the way, or maybe some things that happened in your life might be getting in the way, but your mom is screaming for help for you. Now, I didn't know why that I titled today's show Screaming for Help. I had no clue. As a matter of fact, I didn't even do a newsletter this morning because I didn't have time. So when I looked for a, a verse for the day today, I had no idea that screaming for help was going to be the name of the show until about 20 minutes before the show. Right, Eli? Now I know why. Now I know why. And I had my back turned on God my entire life. Not because I, 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 I was mad at him, because there was no way that God existed. That was the stupidest thing you could ever tell me. That's how I thought. But once I realized that God was real, you might not know me, but it changed a, I mean, 180 degrees from night to day, right? So I know that what your mom is saying and what she's screaming to God for help for you is not only legit, but it comes from a place of absolute love. Now, I'm not saying that you have to do everything your mom tells you to do, but I am saying, why don't you meet her halfway and give it a shot? Why don't you meet her halfway and just give it a shot? Because if it's one thing that I regret in my life, it's not listening to the advice of that somebody gave me a long time ago. You lose 100% of the opportunities that you don't take. So you might be giving an you might be getting an opportunity given to you by your mom or maybe by God that you are not allowing yourself to take out of pride or out of anger or whatever it might be. I don't know the situation. But what I will say is this. Please just meet her halfway and give it a shot. And if it works, it works and if it doesn't, it doesn't. And whether you want it or not, 1,300 people that are watching right now are praying for you. And I'm going to pray for you. And there's nothing that you've gone through or that you're going through that I haven't gone through in my life. Trust me. And I want to I just echo something that Annette said here. She said, Nicholas means victory of the people. Nicholas, the name Nicholas in a biblical sense means victory of the people. Your mom knows what you're capable of. God knows what you're capable of, and it's victory. Victory for the good of others. My brother's name is Nicholas too. My brother's name is Nicholas too, and let me tell you something about my brother. He was addicted to Suboxone. He was addicted to Adderall. He was addicted to pills that you can't even pronounce the name. He was addicted to things like Klonopin. He was a thief. He was a liar. And he disrespected pretty much everybody that he ever encountered and burned bridge everywhere he went. And do you know that in the last six months, he has turned that all around by the grace of God. So be a victory of the people. Meaning that everybody that comes around you will feel like you're fighting for them. And I think that's what your mom's trying to do. I think your mom is screaming out for help for you. And your mom probably feels like you and nobody else is coming to her aid for you. Imagine what that must make her feel like. She loves you. So imagine what it must feel like for her, your mom, a mom, to be screaming to somebody for help, but nobody comes running. This must be hard for her. Again, I don't know what you're going through in your life, but I understand hardships and I understand trials and I understand depression and I understand anxiety and I understand fear and I understand loneliness and I understand pride. <laughs> so I hope that was, I hope I wasn't out of line, Nicholas. I love you. God bless you. I love your mother. God bless her. Feel free to reach out to me. 
Feel free to reach out to me. So let's go to a one-minute prayer for dads, and it's called Modeling Faith. We're going to go all the way back to page 11 for this, okay? And we're going to go to James 1, 2 through 4. Modeling Faith. Count it all joy, my brothers, when you meet trials of various kinds. For you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness. This goes for you too, moms and dads, who are in this situation with your children. This goes for you too. And let steadfastness have its full effect, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. Kids need to see faith on full display. So, Rosa... No matter how frustrating it is that nobody seems to be hearing your screams to help your child and you're, you're, you're pleased to help your son and you and your relationship or whatever it is, um, he needs to see your faith. He needs to see you saying, I know someday we will be reunited in the same, under the same umbrella of loving God. I know this to be true. He needs to see modeling faith. And as a matter of fact, when my son fell away from God, the advice that I got from all of you and my pastor was this. He's his own person. He's going to have to go down these roads. He's going to have to fail. He's going to have to go through trials and tribulations. He's going to go through that, and you don't know what's going to come, and he doesn't know what's going to come. But one thing you can do and one thing you can make sure that you know that you're doing is praying and modeling faith. And if you continue to pray and if you continue to model faith, they will be the prodigal son. They will be the prodigal son. They will return. And wouldn't you know it, my son, I put out that video a couple months ago where he went through the entire Bible, book after book, and knew every book in chronological order, or not in chronological order, but in order that it is in the Bible. And he's turning his face back to God. Now, not as much as I'd like him to, but you've got to let them go through it. You've got to let Jesus have an encounter with them on on their time and on his terms. But you've got to continue to model faith. You have to. Because as soon as you drop the faith portion of it, as soon as they don't see you being sure of what God's going to do and knowing in your heart that you've asked for it, it says in Matthew, anything that you want, and if it's come in righteousness, anything that you pray for, you will receive. So you've already received it, Rosa. It's just not happened yet because we live in time and God doesn't. Okay? Kids need to see faith on full display. If they see doubt, if they see fear, if they see negativity in our lives in any way, guess what? They're going to sponge that right up. They're going to model that. The last thing that we can let them see is us having our faith waver in any way, shape, or form and likely suffer some very unhappy days as a result. But if we hold our heads high during this adversity, Then we teach our children how to respond rightly when adversity comes their way, and it surely will. Not if, but when. Somebody says, Jeremy, isn't watching LFA the equivalent of attending church daily? I feel like it is. I think it's better. I think it's better, and here's why. Because we allow each other the room to have conversation back and forth. I never see a pastor saying, would you like to speak? Stand up in the pew. No, I never see that. What I always see is the pastor teaching and then it gets o- and and worship group singing and then it's over with. I would like to see a church where they actually have discussion and debate during that hour and they fit it into the pastor's teaching. I like I think that would be far more effective. So I wouldn't really I don't know if I I'd, I'd, I'd call this church, I'd call this just an intimate time with Jesus, our intimate one hour with Jesus every morning. Maybe you can call it church. Thank you, MAG Americans. God bless you, man. God bless you for that. L, L, uh, L. Jand K says, it is better. I love this family. Beanery says, I love it here. Love this time, says L. Dooley. Yes, that's the best part, the interaction. Yeah, I don't understand why uh, pastors don't get that. 
The interaction would, is, is, is the biggest part. It's huge. It's huge. God, sometimes I have great faith in you. Other times, not so much. Right? When you're screaming for help and your faith isn't on full display, he's not going to answer you. He's not going to be there. So when you, even me, even us who are in the word every day, I scream for help that somehow doesn't get answered. And there's a reason why. And it's not because of God. It's usually because of me. It usually is because my faith is wavering on the inside and I don't even realize it. And then when I realize it, hindsight kicks in and I go, oh, I should have had hindsight. (laughs) I should have had hindsight before. Other times, not so much. But my kids need to see me as a man of faith, trusting you in every adverse circumstance and praising you in every happy circumstance. Forgive me for those times when I'm not trusting you. Rosa, let me ask you a question. Are you trusting God completely right now? And if you're not, that's okay. If you feel like your faith is on, is, 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 weakened in any way admit it here admit it in the chat and it doesn't have to be rosa it can be anybody because that may be why you're screaming for help and not getting the answer as quickly as you would like it or even at all it may be us it may not be them it may be us that we're not it may be our fault that we're screaming for help and not getting the answer back it may be i'm not saying it is but it may be it's definitely something worth exploring it might be worth exploring it forgive me for those times that i'm not trusting in you i pray you'll use every circumstance you bring into my life as a way of calling me deeper to faith Yes, I'm bold enough to pray for endurance in the trials that you send me with the result that my kids can see how a faithful dad faces his challenges. And it could be a mom. Doesn't have to be a dad. Janet, mom, let's go. Let's pull up the... um, Let's pull up the rumble chat here because Janet mom said something that I thought was pretty uh, incredible there. Janet mom said, many days I'm angry with God, but I try to keep my faith. It's weakened. Have been dealing with this for years. Well, that's why you're here, Rosa. That's why you're here and that's why we're here. We're here for each and every one of each other. And I would imagine, I would be willing to bet that all of your faith has been strengthened since this podcast has started. And it's going to take time. It's going to take time to heal up that weakened faith that we've had. It's going to take time to heal that. But with Christ, all things are possible. And definitely, folks, definitely in this group, We've got now 1,400 people watching right now. Kathy says, Rosa, I completely understand. You don't think that, uh, uh, that other people feel this way? There's so many of people here that feel this way. You don't have to feel bad about it. You don't have to feel um, uh, like you're alone because we're all here together. We all feel this stuff all the time. You know how, much time, you know how many times my faith feels uh, weakened? And especially as a parent, Kathy's right. It's heartbreaking and it weighs on you heavy, but we are here for what it's worth. And God is always listening. But we have to strengthen our faith if we are screaming for help and not getting an answer. The reason why maybe is because something that's going on in our life, something that's keeping us from God. There is division that goes on. There is wedges that are constantly driving us away from God all day, every day. And that is why it takes, you remember, okay, let me, here we go. This is, you guys all remember extra credit in school, right? 
Now, extra credit was there for two things when I was a kid. It may not be the same way now, but extra credit was either there for you to to go above and beyond what you've already done, but extra credit was also there for if you were lacking somewhere else and you got a bad grade and you needed to get your grade up and you've already taken that test, you've already done that work and it was absolutely horrible and your grade got taken down and your grade point average got taken down and a teacher says to you, look, you cannot go back and fix that test. You cannot go back and fix that quiz. You cannot go back and redo that. However, there is a lifeline and that lifeline is you can do some extra credit to get your grade back up. Faith is somewhat like that. If you've lost your faith somewhere, if you've done something somewhere along the lines, if evil, if you've allowed evil to infiltrate your life to the point where it's divided you from God, to a point where you are so far from God that he's not hearing your screams, then you know what you've got to do? You've got to do some extra credit. You've got to do extra credit. How do you do extra credit with faith? Rise up is a good part. Rise up is a good is a, is a good opportunity, a good option. It's spending more time with God. God says, when you feel apart from me, run to me. Run to me. Run more. Maybe instead of watching two hours of TV a day, you watch one hour of TV a day, and you take that other hour and you run to God. The more you run to God, the more things will be fixed in your life. That's just absolute fact. It's not science. It's biblical fact. What you need to do is just do some extra credit. Rise up is a good way to do it. It's a good hour of the day to do it. But there's more. Find a woman's group. Find a faith-based woman's group that meets once a week. Because I'll tell you what, those faith-based women's groups and those faith-based men's groups, fathers and mothers and grandmas and grandpas all coming together and literally just letting it all out and realizing, wow, this person feels the same way I do. This person feels the same way I do. That person feels the same way I do. They're going through something far worse than I am. They're going through the same thing that I'm going through. And what happens is through that extra credit, through that extra running back to God, what happens is, is not only do you have the strength of the LFA family here in Rise Up, but the fellowship that you have with the other people in the flesh is even stronger. And where there are two or more gathered in the name of God, he dwells there. So if you need to heal your faith, that's another way you can do it. They also have them online. They also have Zoom in your own community. Some churches even do that. But I do know this, if you're screaming for help and if your faith has wavered, the best medicine for that is to run to God as much as you can because he's the only one. He is the only one who's going to help. He's the only one. And even rise up, uh, people like me, I'm not helping you, but God is. RJ says, I've been reading my Bible every day for at least an hour. That's a great Great way to do it. But an even better way sometimes for some people is to do it with somebody else. It's almost like having a workout buddy, right? You want to go to the gym, but you don't want to go and your workout buddy says, nope, let's go. We're going, but you guys feed off of each other. You guys give each other good vibes. Faith is bounced off each other and you guys grow. So sometimes doing it alone is not enough. Sometimes it isn't for somebody. Now, now, I know somebody would say, well, you're not alone. God's with you. But you understand what I'm saying. I want to play a video for you. Again, I don't pretend to have all the answers. I, I, I don't. I'm just, I'm just trying to give some advice from the outside looking in. Uh, sometimes I think that's the best way to do it. But God's word does strengthen us. That is true. Let's go to this video. I want, um, let's click it over. Check this out. What a beautiful yet simple demonstration of the power of Christ. Are you ready for this, folks? Here we go. I'll let this play through twice. 
Pretty powerful stuff right there, isn't it? It makes me want to cry just just watching it. Because it's so true. Like right now, I feel the pain that Rose is going through. I feel it. And this is what I meant when I was talking to Nicholas a little while ago. And I said, I might not know your mother in the flesh as much as you do. But I know her in spirit. And I hurt right now and I feel her pain and she's all the way in Wisconsin and I'm in New Hampshire do you feel the pain this is this is why this stuff is so important this fellowship because we don't even have to be with each other in the flesh and we feel each other's pain. We know what we're going through. I don't even have to be going through it, but I know what she's going through and it hurts me. I feel it. It's like the force, right? Star Wars. That's how you know. That's how you know that God is here and dwelling with us. That's how you know. And, fi- and, and Eli, do you know we have 1,500 people watching on Rumble right now? 1,500 people watching on Rumble right now. Do you want to know why our numbers continue to grow? It's because people are searching and screaming for help. People are screaming for help everywhere. And you know... Somebody made a great point in here, and they said even the greatest faith leaders had their faith waver. All of them, Abraham, Moses, David, all the disciples. We're not in this alone. People are screaming for God, and we have to be the ones to help bring them to God. We can't save them, but we can help. That's the mission of this show. That's the mission of what, I, what me and my wife want to do for the rest of our life. Ostrich says, please talk about LFA TV. I can't get live shows. I don't, uh, it seems like you're here. This is live right now. I don't know what you mean. I'm sorry. Ray says, I don't feel lonely when I'm watching. Neither do I. Neither do I. Jeremy, can I watch the movie on Sunday after the fact? I work till 6 p.m. Yes, it's going to stay there. The, the, the live will stay there. Yes, 100%. 100%. Almost 1,500 watching. Smash the like button. Thank you, guys. Thank you so very much. That's why they call it faith. It is. Me, Ma Becky says, I love this show, love our family, praying for everyone. RQ Bullock says, I love LFA and all the people that love our God. Yes. Yes. Chris DL says, what movie? Uh, Sunday at 4 p.m. Eastern time, we are playing um, an interview with God. And we're going to have intermissions, like four intermissions in the movie, uh, in, during the movie. It is Sunday, 4 p.m. Eastern Time. I hope you guys can be here. I hope you can make it. The LFA TV Network will let you watch anything LFA TV Rumble does. You freeze on Rumble, or at least where I am. Yeah, no, it must be where you are. Uh, we're not freezing. We've actually been having really good luck with all of that, and I apologize for that. I hope you can get it. Um... Are we going to be able to live chat like this on Sunday? Yes, we will. Yep. Yep. I'm going to be right here. I'm going to be here on Sunday with you guys. 558 likes. Do you know that we've never hit 600 live on Rise Up? Amazing. Amazing. Uh, I want to I wanna give some love to our... Um, I want to give some love to our sponsor right now, folks, because Trumpet Daily has been a sponsor of Rise Up. And, you know, to be a sponsor of a uh, uh, of a faith based show uh, like this um, and, and, and to and to sp- to spend uh, your money 
uh, to sponsor a show like Rise Up, well, you have to be uh, either one of two things. You have to be sympathetic to Christians and the word of God. And you have to say, wow, you know, I don't care. There's good people here. I just want to promote, um, you know, my business to, or you have to be people of God yourself. And that is what Trumpet Daily is, folks. They are people of God themselves. They do the news like I do on Live from America. Trumpet Daily with Stephen Flurry is absolutely free. You can sign up by going to thetrumpet.com. Again, thetrumpet.com. You can also go to americaunderattack.com. These guys, have uh, supplied us with funds so that we could take those funds and pass them right along to our Christian uh, school, uh, our Christian school that our children go to, and it's literally covering their entire monthly bills. That is how the people of God work together. So for that, all I ask you guys to do is go to thetrumpet.com, thetrumpet.com, sign up. It's absolutely free, free publications, free books, free downloads. You don't pay anything. Please, ladies and gentlemen, go to thetrumpet.com, show them some love for showing us some love as well again that is the trumpet.com and um uh, vicky says the book is amazing can't stop reading it exactly they have great stuff there really great stuff i'd like to go back to books now that we're talking about it and i'd like to go to uh one year in the gospels with jesus and we're at march 30th and we're going to be reading from matthew eleven twenty-eight through 30 and then we're going to go right to the verse of the day today that's going to be um Addressing, screaming for help, okay? Matthew eleven twenty eight 28 through 30. Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. How many, does this, how many of you does this speak to right now? Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest unto your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Yokes were made of wood with two hollowed out sections on the bottom portion that rested on the necks of oxen, which were used to plow or to draw a cart. Figuratively, a yoke symbolized servitude or submission. Jesus is admonishing us to submit ourselves to him, for true rest comes from serving him, not ourselves. A new ox was often trained for plowing or drawing a cart by yoking him with an experienced ox. The yoke kept the young ox from doing his own thing, and he learned obedience to his master. In like manner, we are to commit ourselves to being yoked to Jesus. It is not in man that walketh to direct his steps. Jeremiah 10.23 Therefore, we have to, quote, bear the yoke in our youth, If we want to become mature Christians, but the comparison ends here. Unlike the sometimes harsh treatments oxen are given to bring them into subjection, Jesus is meek and lowly in heart and wins us by love, not by force. Jesus pulls more than his share of the load. Therefore, our burden will always be light. The most loving father in the world cannot compare with the love of our heavenly father has for us. Yet many times we find it easier to believe in the willingness of of a father, mother, or a mate to help us than the willingness of God to use his power on our behalf. Relatively, few people will really do, uh, uh, few people really do uh, without Jesus assures us that God's love and his willingness to demonstrate that love is far greater than we can ever experience in any human relationship. Not only does he want our love, but he wants you to love him or he wants you to let him love you today. Think about that. He doesn't only want to love you, which he already does, but he wants you to let him love you. Can you imagine that? The almighty God, the almighty creator, the, the, the being that built absolutely everything is asking for you for your permission. I wonder if Muhammad would ask followers of Islam for permission I wonder if the gods of old Egypt would have asked their servants, the Egyptian people, for permission. 
That's that's huge. Folks, that might be the biggest statement that we make that we've ever made on Rise Up, or I should say that God ever made. God asking the people that he created in the universe that he created for permission? No other God would do that. And that is why he is the living, loving God of all. And that's a pretty good example of what a leader should be too, right? There are managers and there are leaders. Managers manage people. Leaders do what God does. Truly amazing. Doesn't only want to love us, but he wants us and asks us to let him love us. <laughs> he could do anything he wanted. He could force love on us, but then it wouldn't be love. And that's why we have free will. Because if we did not have free will, then we would not be able to love. Because love is not something that you can force Love is something that you must accept and give freely. (laughs) Powerful stuff, folks. Powerful, powerful stuff. So again, for all you 1,500 people, if you just joined in, we're getting ready to end. Please click that thumbs up. It's right down there. I can almost see it. I see you down there, thumb. Are you green? No? Click green. That easy. (laughs) that's simple that's simple i'd like to go to the verse of the day today please if we could um and like i said i titled the verse of the day today uh screaming for help let me get my bible here it's my bible what's yours look like proverbs 15 29 Proverbs 15, 29 says the Lord is far from the wicked, but he hears the prayer of the righteous. That's simple. The Lord is far from the wicked, but he hears the prayer of the righteous. Now, how does that fit into screaming for help? I highly doubt that Rosa is wicked. Okay, what this is more referring to is people that are just blatantly evil on purpose, evil and just want to reject God and Jesus in any way, shape or form. However, comma. Wicked also another another definition, a definition, another word for wicked is evil. Another word for evil is sin. So if you've got sin in your life that you're not turning from. That is also considered wicked. If you are supposed to be a child of God and you believe that Jesus was the son of God and the son of man who died and took the world's sin on his shoulders so that God could love us again and then rose on the third day and eventually ascended into heaven. If you are that person and you are holding or harboring hatred or any kind of wickedness or any kind of evil or any kind of sin in your heart that you do not turn from, then that could be a reason why you're screaming and nobody's coming for help as well. So just remember, folks, God is far from the wicked, but here's the prayers of the righteous. Now, somebody asked, how do you know you're, Renee says, how do you know you're righteous? You know when you know when you know. If you watched yesterday's show, we had that um, testimony we had that testimony of that Jewish guy who went from being a Jew to being a, uh, a Christian. And he said, when I, he goes, I don't know how I knew, but when I saw Jesus' face, I knew that I knew that I knew. You just know. If you're righteous, you know. Now, just because you are righteous doesn't mean that you're always going to be righteous. But when you know, you know, you know. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, I want to take you out the same way I brought you in because we've got Sean Farish and Ungovered coming up next. Let's go ahead. Let's play this music. We're going to end the show right there. I love each and every one of you. The goodness of God is here. The goodness of God isn't going anywhere. I love each and every one of you. Remember to rumble on your way out. Share the video to somebody who needs it. God bless you. Sean Farish coming up next, and I'll see you at 11 o'clock for Live from America. See you later.
Fire in darkest nights. You were close like no. 